everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table, Adam Tolfson. You're not a cowboy, you're a coward. Mox. Codester. Codester. Oh, the Brockster? Yes. <laughs> Grew up with a lot of cowboys. And you're not a cowboy. You're a coward. Full uh, disclosure, I don't think I saw Raw or SmackDown. This back- yeah, I don't think I did. Uh, just Maybe the I SmackDown that we that little bit we watched what, like part of the main event on Friday. Yeah. That's all I saw. And then, but I, I watched Raw. Raw was still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just didn't have time to do it. Well, as we sit down... Uh, our show, once again, sponsored by our friends over at Freak Toys. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to see those guys uh, yeah. at the con. Bummer we missed them. Yeah, they were supposed to be there, and um, she just said, hey, something came up. Um, we're all good now. So I don't, I know her husband, or, you know, they're going through, through some health stuff, and, and uh, you know, I don't know how much they want out there or whatever. But anyways, all good now, and uh, go check out Freak Toys in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Use the code DORKSIDE when checking out. Yeah, save yourself 15% off your purchase. I got to get over there, man. I really got to get over there. Me too. They keep getting in Lego, and uh, they got a huge WWE Mattel and uh, AEW Jazzwear collection in today. Mm-hmm, I've seen the pictures. Holy cow. All kinds of stuff over there. So, yeah, freaktoys.com. Code Dorkside, save yourself 15% off your purchase. And as we sit down to record, it's April 19th, 2023, and on this day in pro wrestling history, 1980, Ric Flair defeats Jimmy Snuka in Greensboro, North Carolina to win his fourth NWA United States heavyweight title, 1986. Excuse me. Jim Crockett Promotions held the first Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. It's a mouthful. It is. It was held over two shows on the same day. That's a long day. Pretty cool. Um, uh, From the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. I mean, you don't want to book that sucker for two days. So I guess you you do it. Fit it in. Get your money's worth. Tourney boasted 24 teams and was eventually won by the Road Warriors who beat Ron Garvin and Magnum TA in the finals. Bet you there's a lot of hodgepodge teams out of those 24, right? I'm sure. I mean, even though that time period did have a lot of solid tag team wrestling yeah for sure you know but yeah 24 is a lot and i mean this is a super show you're running the the super dome in new orleans the nwa had to have been pulling all of its top tag teams from every territory basically to work that thing i would imagine surprised i haven't heard about it more actually um most of the tech you know matches on the card were tag team matches obviously but there was a couple um you know the, the nwa heavyweight title i'm sure was defended yeah um things of that nature but yeah, 1988, Jumbo Saruta defeats Bruiser Brody in Sendai, Japan, to win the NWA International Heavyweight title. He was the last champion before the title was unified into the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown uh, a year later in 1989. Hmm. 1998, WCW held the third Spring Stampede pay-per-view at the Denver Coliseum couple results from the show. Raven defeated Diamond Dallas Page for the United States title. Hey. Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash defeated Roddy Piper and the Giant in a baseball bat on a pole match. Seriously? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Randy Savage defeated Sting to capture his third WCW Heavyweight Championship. Oh, okay. I seen Conrad was doing an episode on that about... um... Macho as WCW champion. Oh, yeah? How long do you think his... Cause it, all of his reigns were very short. Yeah, total days. Total days. Out of all, with all of them. How many times did he hold it? Four, I think? I, yeah, I was going to say three. I'm going to say in total, 41 days. Yeah, it's like right there. I want to say like 43 or something. Good job. Damn, dude. 1999 on WCW Nitro from Gainesville, Florida. Psychosis outlasted Blitzkrieg. I remember Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Was it anybody we know? Like, is it a WWE? 
F guy that went over there? I feel like it wasn't. I just remember. Uh, I I remember the name. I guess. I feel like it would be like Ludwig Borga, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, know, you know. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to look into that. Blitzkrieg, Juventud Guerrera, and Rey Mysterio Jr. in a four-way match to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure he's a luchador. <laughs> so, so no go on the <laughs> Ludwig <laughs> on the Ludwig Borga. Unless he really dropped some LBs, man. I don't know. Jeremiah J. Ross is an American retired professional wrestler. Jim Ross's kid. He was best known under his ring name, the Fabulous Blitzkrieg, and for his appearance with WCW. Interesting. Yeah. Check into that. 2002, Colt Cabana defeats CM Punk and Eddie Guerrero in a three-way match in Dayton, Ohio, to win the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight title, ending Punk's second reign. At the same event, Vic Capri defeats Ace Steel for the IWA Mid-South Lightweight title. The ice pick. The ice pick. <clears throat> and the and the uh, biter. Ace Steel? Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> 2004, WWE held a live Raw at the Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. The show featured the return of William Regal after being gone over a year with several health issues. Wonder if that was uh, wellness violations too. Mm, I don't know. Could be. And the debut of Eric Bischoff's nephew Eugene Dinsmore. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he came in as Bischoff's nephew. Yeah. Now that you say that, I, I do kind of remember that. And then Eugene was put in Regal's care. Also on the show, Chris Benoit and Edge defeated Ric Flair and Batista to win the tag titles. Mm, it's fun. Give the couple good Canadian boys yeah, the title. Put them over. 2007. Former WWE developmental territory Deep South Wrestling in Georgia suspended operations shortly after WWE pulled out of working with that group. Uh, then they would have transitioned to Florida, Florida yeah. and started FCW over there. 2008. At the Jersey All Pro Wrestling Spring Massacre show in Rahway, New Jersey. The Grim Reefer won the JAPW New Jersey State title in a four-way match that also featured Arcadia, Azriel, and Eddie Kingston. Hmm. I've heard of Azriel. Yes, I've seen it. I think I've seen him live. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Um, but I don't know about Arcadia. Yeah, I'm not sure either. 2010. Due to a volcano erupting in Iceland and causing havoc to air travel, WWE presented Monday Night SmackDown. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. All of the Raw superstars were stuck in the UK as all flights were grounded, so the SmackDown wrestlers took over instead. Uh, cast of McGruber were also the hosts of the show. <laughs> <laughs> And I think they got involved. I think they were like in a match. Oh, yeah. They had to be, right? They had to be. Same day, TNA Impact was at the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. In that main event, Rob Van Dam defeated AJ Styles by pinfall to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Grim Reefer, RVD. Yeah. It's about that time of the year, isn't it? <laughs> Hold off till tomorrow, Chief. <laughs> 2015 <laughs> doesn't stop. On the Juggalo Championship Wrestling Smoking versus Drinking Show. There we go. Pontiac, Michigan. The Weed Man defeated Too Tough Tony in the main event to become the new JCW heavyweight champion. Oh, yeah. I didn't even put two and two and two together <laughs> uh, that all that was. Well, I did this almost a week ago now at this point, but yeah, sure. Birthdays. Let's go. Um, are you familiar with Roxy? She was a yes. TNA knockout. R-O-K-C, right? No, that's that a different Roxy. Mm, okay. That, so Roxy that you're thinking of from yes. Ring of Honor is now, um, Roxanne Perez in NXT. Yes. Okay. That's not the same. All right. Roxy R O X X I TNA knockout. I, All right. You're you're but I, I wasn't even going to put it in here, but you seem to know the TNA roster pretty well. And unfortunately, Roxy doesn't make that roster, and that's in my mind. But we'll just say forty. Forty-four. All not right. Bad. Okay. Uh, the last one we have is Ox Baker. 
who uh, would have been 88 on this day. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2014 to a heart attack. We thank you, Ox Baker, for your contributions to this great sport of professional wrestling. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. April 19th, 1999, we are at the Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is the go-home show to the first backlash. Uh, That's going to take place in six days with Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Speaking of The Rock, in the arena, the show starts with The Rock driving a hearse to the ring. What's the meaning of this? Stone Cold Steve Austin, last week on Raw, The Rock took your little title. He threw it over the bridge along with your career, and he took your candy ass and threw you so damn far over that bridge, you ain't never coming back. So The Rock buried your title. The Rock buried your career. So tonight, what is going to happen is The Rock is going to bury your dead monkey ass. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So The Rock says that he will personally deliver the eulogy tonight for Stone Cold Steve Austin's funeral. They got a casket, some flowers, a giant mound of dirt with a grave dug. Um, Similar to what they do with the Buried Alive match, obviously. Um. He says he's going to literally bury Austin tonight. <laughs> I love that you that soundbite you got was like the exact like two phrases that I put in my notes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It just struck a chord. It does. <laughs> match one, Road Dog versus Owen Hart with Deborah. Before the match, Road Dog lays out a little stipulation. If Owen wins, then... Canadian Country, as he likes to call them, which I think is a great tag team name for Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart. I like it too. Will be the number one contenders for the tag belts. However, if Road Dog wins, then Deborah is going to let the puppies out. Is this the first time puppies is coined? No, I feel like I've heard Lawler say it before. I mean, I've heard or, Lawler say it a million times, sure. but he, I don't know. I felt like this was the first puppies, but I'm not sure. Uh, Road Dog wins it with a pump handle slam, but before we get the payoff from Deborah, Jeff Jarrett slides in the ring, puts a stop to it. Yep, gets her out of there. She seems game. She was like, "Yeah, all right, I lost. It's fair." You know, <laughs> rules like, are rules. I, I always like during these matches that um, the king's perverted side comes through. Like he thinks with his other head. Yeah, and instead of cheering on the heel, like he roots for the good guy because oh he right, <laughs> he it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's in it for personal gain. Yes, perversion <laughs> overpowers. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely he doesn't give a rip. Match two: the Brood Edge and Gangrel versus the Acolytes. You know they had some problems last week. The Brood have uh, defected from the Ministry. Before the match, we saw Undertaker telling Farouk and Bradshaw he wants them to make quick work of the brood, not to fail him. Bradshaw looked to have it won with a spike power bomb, but Ken Shamrock showed up with a baseball bat to cause the match to get thrown out. Oh, yeah. Undertaker was super pissed. I like how Paul Bear is like, well, no, nah, what are they supposed to do? Ken Shamrock came in there and was hitting everybody with a ball bat. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they failed me. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Bear was a good voice of reason. <laughs> he was trying <laughs> he for was. sure. He was like, well, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker and Viscera beat down the Acolytes. Yeah, I guess their time's done with the ministry. We'll see. Match three was the Godfather versus Hardcore Holly for the Godfather's Intercontinental title. Hold on real quick. Sure. Right after that Gangrel and Edge match with the Acolytes, they showed a preview for SmackDown. Yeah. Is that the first time we're seeing that? And they're calling it a special. Right. And check your local listings for when it airs. Okay. Because this is something that they taped, put in the can, and then just aired on like a random Friday night. Gotcha. And it was supposed to be a one-off. But it and did I th- well. Yeah, I think it did gangbusters because they put it on, you know, Fox or whatever. 
free TV. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't right away, but maybe three months after that, they're like, fuck it, we're going to do another show. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was the first time. Puppies and Smackdowns could be the first for everything on this show. <laughs> so many firsts. Um, no offer from the Godfather this week. And despite it not being a hardcore match, the referee took an early bump. Yeah. Holly goes to work with a cookie sheet, a mop handle. Goldust and Al Snow hit the ring. They muddy the waters. But Godfather does cover for the win. Uh, backstage, we see Undertaker. On his uh, Motorola StarTac phone, remember those? Every rich guy in 1998 had one of those. Oh, hell yeah. The OG cell phone. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's asking Midian if everything is in place. He says if Midian fails him, he's going to be the one paying a penance to the Lord of Darkness. He's really taking this thing over the top lately. Match four, Big Boss Man versus Ken Shamrock. No holds barred. Hmm. Despite the stipulation, most of this match just happened in the ring. They had a little outside battle before the bell rang. But once yeah. the bell rang, they kept it in. Yeah. There was nothing no holds barred about this match, you know? <laughs> Shamrock won it with a belly to belly. How about that Inziguri from the boss man, though, in the match? Big boy guy. I wonder up how there. many times he's done that in his career, you Can't know? Be I like, jeez. I think he's like, uh, maybe he, like, maybe he's, like, reading the room and he feels when his, like, head's about to be on the chopping block and when he has to, like, bust out a move every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've hit uh, too many people these last couple of weeks with my nightstick. I better do something this week. Yeah. His <laughs> best move is how he twirls that nightstick. Oh, yeah. Hands down. That dude has to, like, when he's driving to the next town, he probably has it sitting next to him. He's, like, flipping it around and shit. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's got one of those squeeze things that, like, helps your hand strength, <laughs> grip, too. Yeah. When he can't, you know, when he's physically not able to twirl the, the stick, he just does that. Something. <laughs> I know. I would drop that thing. I don't know. Uh, as soon as the match was over, Undertaker was on the Tron. <laughs> he goes, uh, public service announcement. Uh, it's getting, <laughs> Shamrock, it's getting late. Do you know where your sister is? <laughs> yeah. Goes full, <laughs> yeah. full PSA. Yeah. He's like, I do. You left her in a rundown hotel on the outskirts of Lansing, Michigan. And Ken's like looking like, it's what like, the fuck? Oh, I did shit. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> in room 212 or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, that is a room. Yeah. So he, book, ah. he books <laughs> it up the ramp. Uh, before the next match, Mean Street Posse head to the commentary table. Uh, there was a sign that was apparently so inappropriate that they had to pixel it out. Did you see that? No, I didn't. It's a the white pixel. sign. They pixeled the whole thing out, even as it's moving and stuff. Wow. I In this era. Yeah, you're like, what could that possibly it, be? It must just be like, you know, how some shows they've, they've uh, bleeped certain language and then other language just skates through fine. I'm guessing it's something like that. Because if they've been putting in the work like we have looking at the signs each week... <laughs> I'm guessing we've we've named stuff that we've found that was shown that was worse than whatever was pixelated. Yeah. Well, you can't fuck with me, man. I went to Daily Motion. Yeah. <laughs> big reveal, huh? Uh, yeah. I remember this is this guy's words, not mine. Oh, I just boy. want that out there. No, it's you got to spell anything out or <laughs> write it on a piece of paper. Shane and his silver spoon posse are fags. Mm. It's unfortunate. It is, but at the same time, I've seen way worse. I feel like I on, have too. On Monday Night Raw on signs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't let that go by though. I had to see what it was. Wonder if it was just yeah. I'm a broadcast journalist. Yeah, you got to get the scoop, dude. All right, so we got this uh, this match going on. This next match, it's going to be Mankind versus Triple H with China, and it was pretty much two on one as China took several opportunities to attack Mick when the ref wasn't looking. Pulls him off the apron. Yeah. After, low blow. Yes. After a pretty good match, the fans are really into it. China interferes one too many times. She gets caught, causing the DQ finish. Corporation all kick the shit out of Foley until Big Show makes the save, which is kind of strange because they're going to meet in a boiler room brawl in six days. Yeah, Mick says thank you, but in six days, you have a date with destiny there. Match six, Billy Gunn versus Jeff Jarrett with Deborah. Same stipulation as earlier, apparently. If uh, if Mr. Ass wins. Yeah, he said she's going to show some TNA once once he wins. Not if, once. Right. Moments into the match, Owen Hart heads to the ring, makes his presence known. But Road Dog runs down to even the odds. 
It doesn't end in a disqualification after Owen breaks up a pin attempt. Again, Deborah seems game to reveal the goods. But once again, Jeff Jarrett isn't having it. He, like, covers her up with his guitar. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. He uses that as the as the blanket or the, you know, <laughs> her jacket yeah. normally. Yeah. But that's gone. Also, uh, Billy Gunn uh, showing Deborah his moon. He likes to do that. He Well, he's the ass man. He is the or ass. daddy ass this nowadays. This is why he's the ass man, I this feel. This is true. I'm an ass man. <laughs> he hasn't even come out to that music yet, has he? I don't think so, Not right? Yet. Okay. No way. What a great tune. <laughs> I love to kick him. I love to stick him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Match seven, Big Show versus Viscera. Beef slamming Bonanza alert. Big Show is in control for most of it as he was signaling for the choke slam, though. Lights go out. Undertaker, oh, I would love him to see him try to get fucking Visser up for that choke slam, though. Yeah, that's true. Undertaker and Paul Bear head to the ring. It's a nice little exchange between Big Show and Undertaker, staring each other down. I mean, how often does Undertaker have to look up to somebody? It's not, not often. Very often. Yeah. Eventually, Visser gets involved. They overwhelm Big Show. Mankind then returns the earlier favor. He makes the save. From there, we get more on the struggle going on within the McMahon family. They show a video package of Shane taking over the corporation. Michael Cole's got himself a little sit-down with Vince and Stephanie. Vince says he's not proud of what Shane has done. Stephanie says she's confused when it comes to what Shane's done. Then Vince gets word that there's a problem in the parking lot, and he goes into, like, protective dad mode. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Runs out, <laughs> finds Midian. <laughs> Yeah, just finds Midian in you the car. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Vince, uh, yeah, he beelines it, starts attacking Midian. And I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. But then I remembered, this was at WWF Studios, not at the arena. Oh, okay. So when Undertaker gets on the phone and is asking Midian if he's there, yeah. he's at the television studio, yeah. which made way more sense. There we go. And I didn't catch that until you just said that now. I was like, I was wondering about that. Like, what the? Okay. Midian does eventually get in a, get away in a car, uh, but it seems like another Undertaker plan is foiled. He's not having a good night. No. Before the next match, Sable's out to reveal that in two weeks, she will be shooting her second Playboy magazine spread. Ivory comes down with D'Lo. She attacks Sable, but Nicole Bass makes short work of her. After that, The Rock, here we go. He's out to eulogize Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have not seen Steve all night. Rock says that he knew Austin wouldn't show up, and since he's going to have to wait till Backlash to get his hands on him, he's going to bury something else tonight. Unbuttons that sport coat, reveals... Smoking skull title. He didn't throw it in the in the river at all. It was a dummy title, apparently. Genius. <laughs> Got me. Got me, too. <laughs> um, so outside, we see... <laughs> <laughs> we see Steve Austin in a monster truck. Oh, yeah. It's monster truck time. <laughs> oh, it is. He finds The Rock's brand new Lincoln, and he runs that son of a bitch over like two or three times. Yeah, he doubles back. Eventually it's... just parks on top of it. Pretty cool. It was very cool. Then he drives it into the arena. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks a beer. And then he yeah, and he hops on on top of the... Er, does he drive the, he crushed the hearse? Yeah, he runs over the hearse. Him and the rock start brawling. He uh, hits him with the title, knocks him down in the grave. I loved this brawl in the aisleway. It was so fucking fun. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, ends up knocking uh, the rock into the grave and starts drinking a beer. And then the last second, <laughs> Shane McMahon with a shovel cracks Steve in the back and uh, breaks the head of that spade yeah. shovel right over him. That's how it ended. Uh, show goes off the air. Yeah, with Shane holding the smoking gun, or smoking gun, smoking skull title high in the air. Yes. Oh, it was it awesome. Was, it was a good surprise there. I kind of forgot about Shane. I was like, oh, I just thought it was <laughs> going to be balls your... on this kid. <laughs> yeah. He's power hungry. <laughs> the grapefruits on this McMahon, I tell you. <laughs> Sign of the times. I already gave my best one. <laughs> best? No. Pixelated. Yeah. <laughs> the controversial one. Um, I had... All right. There was one that just said Matt, and it was yeah, spelled the way right, you did the arrow pointing right down. Right on Front Street. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I'll write that down because usually no one spells it. Or, you know. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, 
Deborah 316 says, my implants are leaking. Oh, my goodness. I did not see that one. Um, all right. We're going to keep on that subject then. Listen, Deborah, enough is enough, and it's time to get laid. <laughs> same guy had the other side. Really? It was the other side. <laughs> it was either him or his buddy. It was the same spot. Big Deborah fans, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my grandpa is WCW champ. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I do too. Subtle. Uh, I bombed Sable. Yeah. Last one I got. Stop the Undertaker angle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just enough is. I enough. don't know. I don't know if he's like, because it's gonna go multiple ways. Is it one of these like religious people that yeah. doesn't doesn't like, or is it like this angle sucks? You guys just I feel stop like it's this the angle. religious. I feel like it's like. The Undertaker's fine, but now you bring God into this, and we got a problem, yeah. and I'm out. What city were we in? Grand Rapids. Doesn't see, I don't know. Mm, yeah, it's true. It's not like it's the Bible Belt or something. Right. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, my last one was the Rocks Cooking Stinks. <laughs> Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. We got a uh, cornucopia of news here. Like nothing major. Well, I shouldn't say that, but hmm. nothing like, like a Mattel reveal or anything like that. But lots of little tidbits. Raven joins the Major Bendy's lineup. We learned that as we sat in for the Extreme Conversations show with Brian Myers and Raven and Oshkosh over the weekend. Yeah, live. And there will be a bloody variant chase, so that's nice. pretty cool. I do like those Bendy's. There's a lot of them, though. There's a lot of them. Um, I like that they're also doing like an LJN style now called Big Rubber Guys. Oh, that's something different? Yes. Okay. So they're going to do like legit LJN style. That's fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that, I think. Pro Wrestling Tees, they have another tag team two-pack micro-brawler set up for pre-order. Uh, it's the Hardy Boys. Fresh off of Jeff's return last week. Yes. Cost is 30 bucks. That's going to run for two weeks, ending on May 3rd. I think it started today. Today at noon. All right, that one's on you, pal. Okay. Um, It's funny because I hit the site seeing if I ordered the bucks and that popped up like before I saw it anywhere I shot you a picture I don't know if that was the first time you had seen it or not but yeah um, I seen you post it <clears throat> or something yeah I posted it right after that pretty cool um, I think they both look pretty good and hasn't there been a Matt Hardy or am I thinking of has there not been a Matt Hardy you think there would be but now now that you say that I don't I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. So anyways, they both look pretty good, so I'm excited for that. Um, that's going to run until May 3rd. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Zombie Sailor put up uh, some images of his Heels and Faces 6-inch series Brian Pillman. Did you see that? I did. That, that looks, looks rad. Incredible. It's got a 9 millimeter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you get, uh, he's like in his, basically it's like 1997 Brian Pillman in the in the jeans, like the stonewashed pants with the boots. And the vest. And the vest, and it comes with a cane accessory. It comes with a fucking handgun accessory. And like a weird, like, he had weird, like, goggle glasses. No, they're those glasses that, like, Oh, they flip just flipped down. up? Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, those like, are cool. How did I, I don't remember this goggle thing. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be freaking awesome. Three different heads, glasses, cane, gun. Pillman 9mm says, I need that thing. <laughs> <laughs> AEW figures are currently buy one, get one, 50% off at Target. Nice. Uh, Jazzwares put that out. I don't know when. It just said for a limited time only, so I don't know when it ends. Uh, but hopefully that means that they're trying to make room for some new product. Yeah. I don't have to see the same, like, fucking Nyla Rose and Lance Archer figures at just about every Target I go to. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of serious peg warmers. Santana and Ortiz are always there. It seems like, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping this is to clear the way for some new shit. Ringside collectibles have an announcer accessory pack up for pre-order, which is pretty cool because they've just released 
you know, within the last year, they've they've released Excalibur, Shivani, and Jim Ross, and each each guy came with a desk chair. Okay. So this accessory pack for the announcers comes with the announcing table that, of course, breaks, which is cool. Nice. It's monitors. Uh, three monitors and then, like, a fabric kind of, like, backdrop. So oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for I 25 like bucks, if you had a, you know, a setup where you had your your figure federation going on or whatever, for you know. sure. Pretty cool. And that's pretty good value for 25 bucks, I think. Steph DeLander, Major Buddy, coming soon to MajorMerch.com. Um Soon you can sleep with Steph DeLander. <laughs> Gonna get kicked out of the major Fed group. Or major <laughs> the major Fed group? <laughs> you said figure Fed, so yeah. yeah. The major wrestling figure <laughs> podcast group. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, she's she's in there and and apparently of course. How can you not expect that? A bunch of people are like fucking DMing her and stuff. Or, yeah. Well they put out a warning <clears throat> first, like don't don't yeah. be like be well, cool no, when she first, don't be a weirdo yeah and then when she first got in she's like hey guys it's really me don't message me like i'm here to you know whatever and then even after that they're like we are gonna fucking kick you out of the group if you. Yeah. so people are obviously doing it it's just like come uh, on um the last thing i have in my notes <clears throat> mattel nitro arena update we uh just like we speculated last year, they did add Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner to the base goal of 5,000. Oh, yeah. Freakzilla. And in doing so, they've gained about 80 backers. Really? <laughs> yes. Damn. We were just over 2,000 last week at 40% funded. Mm-hmm. We are at 2,097 backers now, 41% funded. I, it doesn't look like it's moving the needle, man. What did I see? Oh, I saw... Referee Bitters said uh, he's got a YouTube ad for it. So he's like, oh, it, they must be uh, kind of, maybe they got some money now to, to kind of try to promote it on other sites other than that dude's uh, Instagram. <laughs> I mean, Mattel's terrible at social media. So it surprises me that they're even doing that. But yeah, you got to. They must be getting worried, right? <clears throat> they have to be getting worried. Oh, I don't gosh, think it's going to happen. I still don't think it's going to happen. But they also showed off a cool configuration. So. The actual stage itself, you know, when they gave the dimensions, um, like the 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 stage is f- t- a total of ten of these little blocks that okay. all interlock. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, you can pretty much like remove the front five if you don't need that much space, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to, so that it will like kind of fit on a shelf. Oh, that's cool. Um, I also heard somebody say something about wall mounting it or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that too. Someone's like, there's a way you can, if you do it this, I don't think it comes with like. Sure. Yeah. It's something you're going to have to figure out on your, your own, own but it's possible. But Anything's yeah. possible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I got except for new arrivals, which I don't have much of that either. What do you got? Anything? I got the Wii nominal or nominal one, AJ Swaggle. Me too. And I got to chase. Nice. Yes. I think that's all I got. That's awesome. Um, I got two of them. I did not get a chase. I was supposed to have a couple. I bought a couple Thunder Rosa cards on eBay in the last probably, I don't know. I bet 10 days ago and they haven't shown up yet. So I don't know what's going on with that. It's Um, been a long time since you had your Rosa card fix. It's been like two weeks. This guy's going to start going into convulsions and well, stuff. Well, we you know. Start, somebody get these cards here. You start really going to town early on it, and then the next thing you know, you have most of what mm-hmm. you need. And you're then looking for, like, the more rare stuff to pop up. Right. And I still have not seen AEW Upper Deck 2022 Thunder Rosa autographs. Really? Have not seen one. Hmm. Not oh. one single one has popped up for me. Now, their Spectrum cards from 2021, they're like higher-end stuff. I've seen plenty of those autographs, but that's really not the series I'm collecting. Okay. Although I did buy that cool-ass chair shot one off Phil Hamilton. Right, right, right. Um, That's from that series. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm in a bit of a holding pattern with that to see what... I, I check it every day to see if another variant or whatever that I don't have pops up or, a you know, an out of 10 or an out of... Nothing like printing plate, anything. Sure, um, but I have most of like the pyro parallels and shit like that. So, 
holding pattern on that. And I can't wait to see what else comes. Um, there's a lot of stuff starting to hit stores too. Um, that all pink Brett ultimate that I pre-ordered, which I've seen people's pre-orders getting canceled. Mm. Of course, from target, um, that's starting to hit shelves. There's some, some pops hitting shelves, Cody Rhodes, Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm going to have to make a decision on these pops too, cause I'm going to run out of room. Yeah. And then I think what I'll do is I will start phasing out new talent if they release more legends, you know what I mean? Got a decision to make. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Pop quiz, Rhea Ripley, are you going to make the cut or not? Probably not. <laughs> oh, there's a good, that was one cool thing. We could talk about it in a minute, but there's a cool thing with Rhea on Monday night. Oh, well, guess what? That's what's on deck. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red beef. Before I forget for the Raw, um, yeah, so the Bloodline come out, except for Roman, and they're hanging out in the ring, and then Judgment Day interrupt them, so then they do like a four-on-four, four, like, well, I guess four-on-three I did see face this. Off. Okay. This was the very beginning of yes, Raw. Yes, the very beginning. So I started watching, so, yeah, and was, like, Paul's like, uh, Solo, can you switch places with Jay or whatever, because Rhea's like <laughs> yes. eyeing him up. Yeah. And, then, and then Rhea and Solo Rhea. had a good one. And then she did, you see, did you see later on they're backstage? No, because that's okay. I literally watched like pretty much the open, and that was it. So they're basically trading like, you know. Because um, they had like a deal for one night or yeah, something. Yeah, so you beat up these guys, and then, you know, they wanted to have Judgment Day beat up, you know, Riddle and and uh, Sammy and KO. That's everything. Okay. Like some mercenary shit, right? And uh, so I think the blood or um, the, yeah, the bloodline like beats up Mysterio maybe. That was their trade-off. And. Well, I know the match that was announced was Solo versus Ray. Yes. And Solo wins um, with the spike. But I, I think that's what it was. I think they got involved to to, help, to make that happen. Um and oh yeah, then it, that's what it was. They kind of they kind of beat him up a little bit afterwards, and but it wasn't anything crazy though. So then they like, <laughs> Heyman walks back, and uh, sees the Judgment Day, and, he, and he's they're like, all right, now you guys go do your part or or like how was that or something? And uh, Finn Balor's like, eh, <laughs> and he's like, eh, <laughs> and then they're like, well, you go. Eh, tonight, uh, but you know, you're, you're, you hold up and you're under the bargain type thing, you know, beat up the, it, those, you know, Riddle and, and uh, KO and Sammy. And then all of a sudden he's like, he gets all pissed off because Rhea Ripley starts talking some smack or whatever. And he's like, call the tribal chief. And then he's like, eh, he said, he eh me. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me with the eh. I don't know, crack me up walking off. Um, it was it was pretty good. I like their oh like the, it ended with like faction wars, like yeah. the LWO, Bloodline, Judgment Day, KO, Sammy Riddle. It was just so I don't know if there's gonna be some weird something was, at backlash yeah. or something. Well, it seems like, I think there's definitely already a six man or something like that for that. Yeah, I think I did hear something about KO that. Sammy Riddle maybe yeah. against Usos and Solo, Solo probably yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Things are shaping up for there. We got Cody and Brock. We got, oh, Bronson attacked Bobby Lashley again. So I think we're going to get that. It's probably some stipulation or something. I don't know. So far, it's looking pretty fun. Yeah. And, of course, your favorite Bad Bunny. Yeah, of course. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny can go, man. What do you want from me? Can go. He rode on the top of a semi-trailer to WrestleMania that one time. Right. I just meant the music. You celebrate his whole collection. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Um... Deathmatch Jake match of the week. Should we get into that? Yeah. That was um, Wrestling Open, episode 63. Fancy Ryan Clancy versus TJ Crawford. Yes. Um, I guess 
Crawford was trained at uh, Create a Pro by Brian Myers, so that's oh, pretty nice. cool. Um, he and Clancy, I guess, are a Used tag to be team. tag teams, right? I think they or still, still are. are. Okay, okay. Um, called the Fancy Snipers. I didn't know either one of these guys. Me neither. First time I ever watched both. I liked... Um, I really liked Clance. The other guy, Crawford, had the the better look mm-hmm. as far as I was concerned. But Clancy had that old school style, which I kind of liked. Yeah. However, he did win the match with a destroyer. So. Yeah. It was. <laughs> you can't be like old school and then bust that thing out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, I liked it. It was. It was. Uh, you, that makes more sense that you know they were either tag partners now or former tag partners or whatever. Yeah. It was. It was good. Like they definitely knew each other. Great back and forth. Yeah. You know? And it was like Crawford could have finished it, but he showed a, like a second yes, of remorse and then that's what for, fucked him. Yep. It was that that millisecond or a couple of seconds that screwed him over because he showed uh, sympathy. I still don't. I don't know why it was his recommended match. Um, mostly because I don't even know why this is on his radar. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Jake, I, I like that it is because I did, I've never, I mean... Yeah, not in a million years Jake, that I've picked this. you have four kids. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just busting balls. But really, how does this even like... Maybe that's what happened. The kids are out <laughs> hanging around. He's like, well, I can't put on, you know, deathmatch tournament. Cage Invitational. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go fancy clancy. <laughs> no, but I, I liked it. And yeah, I, it was you're good. right. I do like the fact that uh, that you said never in a million years would we have... Would we have like sought this out? I didn't. Even, I don't even know what wrestling open was, dude. I want to take him to a wrestling trivia because he's like a. In addition to, I mean, you know, oh, we do yeah. we do the death match Jake thing, but then there's stuff where it's like, oh, WrestleMania, you know, th- those recommendations we've been having, and then the death match stuff, and then now you get this stuff oh, for up and comers. You know, he You're knows like, very very uh, knowledgeable. Absolutely, he know he knows his shit. I would never um, say he doesn't know his shit. Let's see what he's got on the table for us this week. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, do we have quite the banger? As we're going to do something a little different, we're going to go on the old YouTube search bar and we're going to look for... Juventud Guerrero versus Naomichi Marafuji from 2002. And this is at the Navigation for Evolution show. And this match is freaking awesome. I just found it the other day. I clipped it. Absolutely loved it. And I really just wanted to recommend it for Matt and Adam. So I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this match. You can check me out at Twitter at at PureDad. YouTube at at PureDad. Let's go. All right. Nice. Hoovy. The juice. Juice is loose. I think he, has he ever recommended a Marafuji match? I feel like he has, but I might be wrong. Um, yeah, I think once. Yeah, that'll be fun. We gotta go to YouTube. I like it. Or Daily Motion. Pick your poison. I'm on YouTube. I'm on this YouTube. You're on all oh, this new fan day. Yeah, <laughs> this new this new YouTube. Have you thing? tried it yet? I don't know if you've heard Holy of it. Holy shit! It is <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> Um, what else we got on the docket? Oh, AEW Dynamite was live in Milwaukee. Man, that was a that was a fun show. A lot of surprises. It's the first Milwaukee show that they've ran that I wasn't there. Me too. Which was kind of su- that's not true, Adam. Oh wait, my I second. Took your father that's to right. Work. I was in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Lala, Mr. Uh, Lala. Um, yeah, we had the return of Jeff Hardy. We had, um... dude, the first match was Darby versus Swerve. And I loved yes, that match. I love that match, too. Darby hit Swerve with, like, a poison rana off the apron onto the floor. Onto the floor. I thought he was a dead man, for real. <laughs> um, it does seem, I think you said it, I think they, they may be scrapping this whole mogul affiliates thing and just kind of working Swerve into the... Uh, the other faction. Yeah, what am I thinking of? The, embassy. The no. embassy, yeah. Is it? Yeah, with Nana and them, okay. yeah. It is the embassy. Yeah. Um, I like the MJF stuff, and then Sting came out. That was good. Sting was a surprise. I haven't seen him in a while. Darby was even good on the stick in that segment too. It was. It was very. He's good. Like I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna let this world change me, Max. <laughs> yeah. But I love like Max's you. comeback where he's just like, I'm the only. One. I'm the only one out of all you pillars that's willing to do what it takes. I loved it. 
love both of it. I like the Sting bringing up, you know, Flair and Nash and Hall and, and Cody, and Cody, and yeah. Oh, I said it, Cody. The uh, <laughs> continuous pulling of pom poms out. And that was a little much. So it was dumb. It was stupid. It was dumb. It was like you, I guess it was because Cody was his biggest cheerleader. Is what they said backstage. Yeah, that's right. But I. It, he was he was on fire until that point, and it just yeah, took away like, from it. It's like oh, you went from hold on, the, I got my other one. I got one more. You went from Cat Williams to Carrot Top. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're like roasting a dude, and then all of a sudden you're a prop. Well, look at this. It's a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, but I I dug it overall for for sure. Um, oh, Hobbs destroyed Silas Young. Dude, I wish Silas would have got a little more time. Well, but. the last time we saw Silas, he had a was it a heavyweight? Was it an AEW championship match against Adam Page? It he, might have been. I think it was. He like had like a, a great match yes. with, with the Hangman. Yes, he did. And that, uh, not this time. Nope. Not this time. And then I did like that they did the outside stuff with um, Wardlow, like, messed with his car. Yeah. And, you know, just because you could see the Panther Arena and the, or the, the, forum in yeah. the background and stuff like that. I just like that wacky stuff, you know, and you don't see a ton of that. He didn't seem very skilled in the art of uh forklift driving though. I don't know. No, no. Stone Cold Steve Austin would have showed him how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Orange Cassidy and Buddy Matthews. That was a good match. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Jeff Hardy return. I wish just because everybody gave him so much shit last time. I wish he would have stopped Stop and, like, for a half second. For, like, yes. <laughs> Just as a throwback. Yes. It for, so and great. it shakes off. But no. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, everybody got to see the box. Kenny Omega. Yes. That was huge. Yeah. I love how like they made it seem like Kenny wasn't in the building and then he was. And right. Then the box showed up. I don't know. Sky Blue and Riho took an elegant storm and Soraya. And then Chris Jericho defeated Keith Lee after a little swerve interference. I like. I kind of like that they're going back to that. Like, I do too. Felt like it just got dropped. Uh, yeah, and then you had the old um, Adam Cole looking over his shoulder like Jericho did the other week. So yeah. they're going to face off tonight. That'll be cool. And then I heard like um, ROH had Joey Jet Avalon yep. uh, versus uh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Colt Cabana versus Samoa Joe. Yep. Um, Fakingo versus Gringo Loco. Yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. A mixed results from what I've heard. As, yeah. As far as people. Actually, I was going to say people who went, but also people who watched it were like, eh, Dynamite was kind of mid. And I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I, I was enjoying it. I loved it. it. I liked it. I do, however, uh, we talked to um, High Five Tom. Yes. And he said, you know, he, he kind of gave the eh, kind of thing too. And we're like, man, we liked it. He said that they did an hour of an hour of ROH, then they did the two hour dynamite, then they did an hour of rampage, and then they did another hour of ROH. Said five hours. Five I mean that's five hours Plus, without Yeah. Right. That's a long day. That is a long time to expect. And then he's like, Yeah, Vikingo and and uh Gringo, Gringo didn't that didn't start until like ten to midnight. Right. That's insane. That's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> that is a long time to expect people yeah. to be up for that. It You're is. at the same, at the other, other side of the coin. Right, is you got your bang for your buck. Money's worth, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have something going on in the next day, that's fine. But chances are, it's a Wednesday most night, Tony. people have, yeah, <laughs> people got to work in the morning. Tony, it's a Wednesday night, Tony. <laughs> Throw that shit out, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I liked it. I don't know, where are they this week? Do we know? I don't. I don't even think I've seen any card. Uh, we get Jericho Cole face to face. We get we hear from the Bucks or the Elite. Who are they? Uh, maybe Blackpool Combat yeah, Club. Yeah, I think hear so. From them. Then it's like a. It's it was like the acclaimed and daddy ass versus. Um, some like I was like oh yeah I don't know it didn't it didn't. At first glance, it wasn't. Um, didn't look like it was going to be the nothing jumped nothing, off the page. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Sometimes when you uh, lower your expe- expectations, true. they tend Very to over deliver. So we'll see. Um, ACW Water City Wrestling Con. That was the the hub that we uh, 
that was our wrestling hub for the weekend, if you will. It's kind of why oh, I didn't yeah. watch a lot of other stuff. Oh yeah. Um, that place that we saw the Brian Myers Raven show. I think it's called the Time Theater or something like. It's this old timey th- movie theater. They mm-hmm. show old movies and stuff during the week. Yeah. Uh, but then they have stuff like this. We've seen other shows there. Yeah, so the that major was so fun wrestling figure podcast there a couple years ago. Yeah, this was so fun. It was great. Uh, some of Ravens, Ravens got that like deadpan kind of delivery. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody else, he knows he's cracking people up, but like he never himself never laughs. It's, no, he just it's says very it. weird. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it too. It's funny how he does that. Like he. Like if you, I feel like if you can get Raven to laugh like out loud, yeah, you're, you're doing very because well. I've never. I don't think seen I've ever it. seen him even. I've seen him like do. A, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about yeah. it. <laughs> but man, he told some funny ass stories. They did. They brought people up for a Q and A, and you know, one story would bleed into another with that. It was super fun. Yeah, he just goes. Um. Then the next day is Water City Wrestling Con proper at the Oshkosh Convention Center. Yes. Unfortunately, they find out that a uh, certain House of Black leader could not make the show. Couldn't or didn't? Guess didn't make the show. There you go. Mm. Let's get our verbiage correct because what happened was, uh, and this is the second year in a row, so this is a bitter pill to swallow. The year before, it was legit travel issues, flight canceled, couldn't get out of there. Right. Um, as far as I knew, talking to Dylan, this was a delay issue this was a instead of him being here at two or three he would have been here about six and he chose not to get on the flight yeah and when when you have a con that starts at four and wrestling doesn't start till seven that's plenty of time yeah like he would have he would have took a little bit of an l on his meet and greet although he could have he could have been in that room while the show was going and people still would have lined up you know Absolutely. He definitely could have made it right, especially since he fucked over a lot of people last year. He did, I'm, well, not, I'm sorry, not saying he didn't, but just because he there was disappointed people sure. last year. Uh, and that was not make a, good. Yeah. And he could have made good and he didn't. So, well, we've seen a uh, Max Caster go from an appearance to a match. Yes. Max Caster stepped up the, uh, in the main event, took on flawless Adam Grace. What else did we see? We saw uh, Eric Redbeard versus uh, Cypher. Big slamming beef, slamming bonanza. That was good. This is tough. Me and Adam, um, you know, we manned our our, uh, dork side of the ring table, did a little vending, uh, stood next to Dustin, t-shirt guy out of Milwaukee. You guys. Oh, he's great. If if you've been to any local wrestling shows, you've probably seen Dustin selling vintage t-shirts and uh, bootleg DVDs. (laughs) And, and that was a ton of fun. Um, unfortunately, like we said earlier, Freak Toys wasn't able to make it. So that kind of sucked because that's that's where you were going to find some goodies. Yeah, that's what I was I was kind of hoping. I I should have just I should have went through old Dustin's bin there and just maybe I could have found a you know beaten up Kevin Nash I didn't have or something. But <laughs> they were beaters. I know. You know. They were definitely beaters. This is a great time. Oh, we saw um, uh, Ethan Page. Uh, Brian Myers and Swaggle versus uh, Miles, Miles Mason. Mason and the Curse. Yes, and a debuting. Are they going by Crash Landing? Landon? Crash Landon? Crash Landon? <laughs> yeah, big frog splash from Landon Postel. Awesome. Apparently broke his toe. Really? Didn't hear that. I was listening to uh, Swaggle's pod today. Oh, nice. He's hobbling oh, around. No. He's like, hey, comes the business, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was so, but the point I was trying to make was we didn't get to watch as much wrestling as right. I would have liked to. Right. Because we're on the outskirts. We're talking to people. Um, oh, yeah. Shout so out to many, Jeff. Yes. Jeff, he came up and there were so many people that came up and talked to us. Yeah. Thanks to everybody that came up and said they listen or checked in. And it was a, it was a good time. It was a fucking great day. I love it. It was, it's a, it was a, it's a good weekend. If yeah. you have a chance to go to Water City WrestleCon, absolutely do that yeah you will not the be facility is tremendous tremendous facility um downtown's ho- tremendous yeah there's a so there's a hotel connected to the convention center you can literally stay there acw wisconsin always puts a block of rooms at a, at a lower rate yeah, which you is get nice. a discount um yeah like you said the downtown oshkosh area 
there were so many cool places to walk in. There was uh, Heroes Hideout, which we popped in there and happened to see Ethan Page and Brody King and Brian Myers doing like a vlog. That was awesome. Um, there's so much cool stuff in there. It's like a comic book store. Um, there was a sweet vinyl record store. Yeah. There was another place right across the street from Heroes Hideout that was more of like Lego and tabletop games and puzzles. And there's just, there's way more going on down there than you think. Yeah. And we'd, we'd just like pop into a little establishment here and there or a bar and we were all over the fucking place. Vintage t-shirt shop. Yes. That was fun. Apparently that's the wave of the future. Yeah, remember Dustin told us he's uh, that's the game he's getting into. Yeah, like, he's hmm. kind of getting out of the wrestling thing and and going that route. But man, it was it was so awesome. What else happened? Brody King versus Nick Colucci. Great match. That was a banger. Oh, the Baker Boys. Baker Boys new ACW champs came out of that four way. Yeah, yeah. That wow. was probably the uh, the watershed moment of the. Uh, of, of yes, the night. yes. Um, another great three-way was the Water City yes. Championship. Big so Cat was good. next to us. <clears throat> uh, Chris Bogger, yeah, uh, regained his title. Just, just gonna put this out there to uh, all the Water City. No, not the Water City. The ACW roster. Hmm? If you're listening, I know you're listening. <laughs> um, last year. We uh, we shared a table with uh, Salem Crane, and he left Water City Wrestling Con as the ACW champion. True. This year, we shared a table with Chris Bogger, and he left with the ACW Water City title. Ooh, the dark side blessing. I just want to say, I mean, you guys should probably want to share a table with your boys. That's if right. You want. I mean, we're, we're batting a thousand. Here. That's, right. That's all I want to say. <laughs> uh, we're batting a thousand, oh, and if yeah. you want to walk out with some gold, it couldn't hurt. To uh, chop a table with us. That's right. Oh, that was that was so fun, man. Um, Drake Daniels retained over Salem Crane. Your boy Roy won the Battle Royal, and then turned. I think he turned a little heel ski yeah, on us in that Cipher. Uh, did right. Cipher Redbeard match? Evil boy Roy. Evil Roy Slade. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Get that sponsorship, Roy. <laughs> oh shit. That's great. <laughs> um, let's see here. I'm trying to think if there's Did you watch any other wrestling other than that? Um just so I can take it off my notes. I was telling you that I watched um an older uh I think it was a main No, 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 sorry. A SummerSlam cuz we got SummerSlam tickets. Oh, we did get SummerSlam tickets. Yes. Oh, also, mm -hmm. on that tip, um, they are doing a WrestleCon in Detroit. So really? I know Michael Carlson's out there trying to, you know, get a get a triple W Discord. We uh we watch wrestling Discord Airbnb, Airbnb thing going, but I think I kinda just want to stay at whatever hotel WrestleCon's at. True. Yeah. You know, we might I don't know. That's we haven't awesome. made nothing set in stone yet, but cool. Yeah, so that should be really fun. I'm just have to start saving my money. That's awesome. Yeah. So that'd be that. Oh, okay. So that would be the the we watch wrestling podcast. That's Friday night, SummerSlam Saturday night. Yep. Okay. So just through that weekend then. So we would just yeah we would need Friday night and Saturday night. Okay. We'll drive home Sunday, Sunday. morning. Okay. Um. So I was watching SummerSlam 08. And I saw uh, Undertaker versus Edge in a Hell in a Cell, mm -hmm. which is really good. But dude, it reminded me of like if you if we were to play a video game, a wrestling video like No Mercy or something mm -hmm. in Hell in a Cell. What what would happen? Oh, I'll tell you what would happen. Eventually, the stairs would get involved, and then a ladder, and then a chair, and then the cell wall, and then the announce table. And then double tables stacked on top of each other. Then the camera from the cameraman. And then a concerto. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all of this inside that ring. Like, you know when it looks funny when, like, they, you have all that so shit in there and you can't even furniture? move? And your yeah. guy's, like, moving around weird. Yeah. You, that's what that was. It, was. it was fun, but I'm like, look at all this shit going on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that because I was like, this is nuts. I mean, I understand it's 08 and Undertaker looks great. So another cool spot was... 
they had like the stairs like put over on their side inside the hell in the cell mm-hmm. and edge hits a spear while like takers like i can't remember if you i think he might have just been sitting down or maybe he speared him and then it looked like he was sitting down at the, like into the stairs and then so he's just sitting on his like takers just sitting on his butt but like it went, like he didn't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it was like on like the back side of the stairs where it's like yeah, the V. No, oh, he's the on other the way. Steps. Yeah, okay. so like, but the steps are flipped over just on the mat. Okay, against like the maybe the corner or something, or maybe just against the rope. So like when he hits, he doesn't go anywhere really. But it just I don't know. It was a cool visual. But holy shit, dude, they used everything. That's you know, awesome. that's a pretty awesome. cool match. Uh, before I forget, Adam, that behind you, I was gonna make a scavenger hunt for you, but I forgot. Grab that WrestleMania three lunchbox out. So I don't even need this to be on the air. It doesn't matter. Um, I have a couple other just quick little tidbits of things. Um, just open that. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> it's nothing. I just didn't want to forget. I put oh. I put my SummerSlam ticket money for you in there. Oh, sweet. <laughs> But but I was going to, like, I wanted to have a whole, like, trivia thing like would lead you, like, to eight locations. <laughs> I just haven't had time, and I needed to get you your money. Um, yeah, there's some, like, tri- what is that? Read one of those. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. I, I, was gonna I say, opened are, are it, and there was, like. Tri- what do you mean? There's there's a whole box of trivia slips in here. This uh, must have been from, like, an old Hold On Let Me Tell It episode or something. Jenna bought a bag of gummy bears that cost two seventy four. Oh, it's like am I smarter than a fifth grader or okay. something? She gave the check gave the clerk ten bucks. How much would she give back in change? <laughs> oh my god. All that hot all that hot trivia available. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell it. Um did you see John Hennigan defeated Harley Morenstein by knockout in a charity boxing event over the weekend? I read that. So that Harley he's like the epic mealtime guy. Oh, okay. So him and Johnny gimmick name duked it out. A little, uh, he's not Johnny Boxing? I don't know what he went at. I think he just went <laughs> I think as he John Morrison. Hennigan. Yeah, or Hennigan. There we go. Morrison. That's Vince's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good on him, dude. Get that Get that bag. Second round knockout. Proud of him. I love that. Um, what else? Oh, AEW. Apparently, they're going to have a new show on the horizon. Collision is going to be a two-hour show airing on Saturday nights. Hopefully at six oh five. Yeah, like uh, likely later on though. Um, <laughs> nothing official yet, but the planned premiere date is June seventeenth from Chicago. Really, uh, with the announcement likely to come sometime in May. But yeah, Saturday night from show Chicago, for two hours. Say, huh? That's what it says. Mm. Nothing in stone yet. Adds to my uh, no all out. Speaking of stoned, May twenty seventh, uh, premium live event in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Thought I was going a different stone, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's going to now be Knight of Champions, not King of the Ring or King, King and Queen and of the Queen, Ring. Yeah. Uh, no word on why that was changed, but it was definitely changed. I think Saudi Arabia is like we determine the kings around here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we don't have the word Queen over here. <laughs> yeah, Queen. What is that? Yeah. So that's kind of weird, but um, I guess now you have every title probably on the line, which is going to be cool. Yeah, and honestly, uh, I was stoked for King of the Ring a couple years ago, but it, they always fudge it. Like they've never me- done remember it King right. Ricochet. No, he was the last one. Exactly, he was. I think so. I think he was after King Corbin. Okay, because Corbin's the last one I remember. Yeah, I think King- no, no, no. Woods is the last one I remember. Oh, he was. Oh, see, I I don't even know where he falls. It might go Corbin Woods, Ricochet, ricochet or C- Ricochet Corbin Xavier. I I don't know. You're right. There's exactly. no uh, prestige you, you to could, it. Yes, you could tell who the King of the Rings were up until you know probably 2000 or something every year. Yes, you know now you can't. Or now I have it in recent memory. Right. It was such a cool concept too. You know, you do the tournament. It actually felt like it meant something. Yes. Um, and maybe it's, maybe it's just kind of when we were watching too. Could a lot of it is just that. Sure. Sure. Um, but I don't know. You'd see like, I don't know. I, I can remember Bam Bam Bigelow versus Bret Hart in the yeah. finals of King of the Ring 93 Absolutely. and shit like that or whatever, or Razor Owen, and Owen. becoming the yeah. King of Hearts. Yeah. You know? So cool. Yeah. That's, that kind of sucks. I wish they would actually do something with that King of the Ring. 
Me too. IP or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think we did it, Adam. I think we got to the bottom of this barrel. What a weekend. We've got another one coming up. Absolutely. Um, what's on the radar for us? We got J, uh, JWA, end of the month. April 29th. That's going to be, be fun. We got Alex Kane coming in. Yes, the Suplex Assassin from MLW. That's going to be a good time. You guys should get your tickets now over on Eventbrite for that. Um, they will be available at the door, but you pay less money if you get them in advance. So yes. I would uh, implore you to do that. And they always have some vendors set up. Phil Hamilton might be in the house. Who knows? Um, but T-shirts, uh, figures, art prints, all that kind of stuff. And it's not all wrestling. There's a guy, Josh, sets up like four tables of comic books. Yes, or I've seen. Uh, Hot Wheel cars. Yep. or Transformers, all, kinds of all sorts of collectibles. Check it out. JWA. Um, today.com I think is where you'll find that If not just search James Will Wrestling Alliance They'll point you in the right, right direction Or our Facebook page we'll plug her We always plug her Adam's really good at that Alright <laughs> no, <that> was... <laughs> I didn't mean anything by that Adam I meant that you're very good at sharing Information I am Alright survey says Another one for the good guy Reach for the sky boy 